tongue stuck out. For well-bred people, it is difficult to say no. A no would be willfulness. And the more well-bred we are, the more willfulness is exorcised. Obedience is the first duty of children, and it later becomes the duty of a citizen. In quarrels among children, however, it does not yet play a role. And here saying no and asserting oneself are not so difficult. When we quarrel passionately, we often come to the point where our words alone are not enough. The body then knows how to help. We stick out our tongues and make a noise that makes it clear what we think of the other person. We put all our energy into it. And apart from all its other advantages, it is also unequivocal. Sometimes when we do this, our eyes squint maliciously together and our eyelids quiver from the energy being emitted. At other times, when we stick out our tongues, we open our eyes wide like funny mirrors. Those who can stick out their tongues are not in danger of nodding when they want to shake their head. And generally, as far as gestures of the head are concerned, saying no is not firmly fixed in the body. There are cultures in which head shaking and nodding, no and yes, will learn the opposite way. Sticking the tongue out says no with many undertones. There can be aggression in it, obstinacy, or mockery. And it tells the addressee that we consider him or her an idiot or a bore. This no may be nasty or cheerful or both, joy at another's misfortune. In doing so, we can easily make a sound that sounds like yeah, which goes well with malicious joy, with greater agitation even a bleh, or an bleh, whereby the expression of disrespect predominates. We are of course especially interested in the maliciously joyful no that belongs to clinical satire. It is sticking out the tongue like the Eulenspiegel did, the attacking fool who can well mock the stupid misfortune of others. Eulenspiegel is the modern model of the Kinnock, an enlightener of the crude sort who is not intimidated, even by thrashings. He does not hide his malicious joy behind good manners as the more refined enlighteners of the bourgeois epoch do. And he has fun exposing and embarrassing stupid people, because he is a pantomimic enlightener. He does not experience the inhibitions that force subtler people to hide their nasty emotions. He embodies a robust intelligence that does not censor its impulses. He stands, like all Kinnocks, halfway between the impudent and the spontaneous, between the naive and the artful. And because he oscillates so ambivalently between honesty and nastiness with his vulgar ascent, conventional morality does not have an easy time with him. He proves that often we bring the truth to light only at the cost of rude impertinence. With this we are in the middle of cultural ambivalences. The truth often speaks against all conventions, and the Kinnock plays the role of a moralist who makes it clear that one has to violate morality in order to save it. Well, that is a sign of complicated times. Things have become so tangled that morality and amorality change abruptly into one another. 
this one side declares Eulenspiegel, who sticks out his tongue at them, to be crazy, while he insists that it is his fellow beings who are nuts and require treatment. <laughs>